Hey guys, and yeah, welcome to another episode of the Journal Podcast. Um, yeah, last week's episode, well, last episode, we kind of touched base on conservation and where that all, in the balance, where that lies. Um, this week's episode is a little bit different, and I drew this question from one of my social media platforms. I think it was off YouTube, to be precise, especially after the last couple of episodes, if you haven't yet. <laughs> would appreciate you guys heading along there. And having a squiz at the um, PH Journal's channel, I've got a couple of hunts up there that I guided a few very special clients on. Um, yeah, we had an incredible time yeah, in the Eastern Cape. Um, there's still a lot more to go. We're just in editing processes. So yeah, I look forward to sharing that with you. So the question was, and that came about, especially now I've just sold the last tattoo cam I had in stock here in South Africa, um, is that why when coming out, to South Africa, should we build or generate content uh, if you're just doing a personal hunt, especially whether it's just for family um, or just for memories and just just being a lifelong dream of yours? Well, there's two things about it. Um, personally, and I'm, again, once again, guys, everything on my podcast is from a personal perspective. And I look forward to sharing my personal perspective with you guys because I've been in the industry for the past 13 years. So I hope I've generated enough knowledge <laughs> to try and make a, a better decision or, or allow you guys to make a better decision going forward. So once again, without further ado, uh, this podcast was proudly brought to you by PH Toolbox. Um, it's my own e-commerce store. The PH program is up and running. If you are an outdoor enthusiast and you would like to get involved in the affiliate program for PH or through the PH program, please head along to www.phtoolbox.co.za. As well as, once again, the wonderful people down at Rutando Safaris. They've sponsored us for this week's episode. Um, packages will be launched just before Black Friday. So keep an eye out if you would like to find out more. Head along to www.utandosafaris.com. And then last but not least, we've launched, finally, PH Journals has launched their very own website. I'm proud, very, very proud of how it's turned out. Head along to www.phjournals.com. There you'll find all my content as well as podcasts, YouTube videos, um, yeah, blogs, whatever the case may be, as well as if you would like to sponsor any episode or be involved in any episode of the podcast you guys will find all the required attachments or price lists um, or get in contact with us and we can find out more of how you would like to get involved in the podcast. Obviously, this podcast, as well as my YouTube channel and a lot of my social media wouldn't be possible without very, very special people as well as sponsors. So I'm very, very fortunate. And once again, I just want to say a very big thank you to everybody that has supported me um, I'm very proud to announce, and of course we can mention it on yeah, is that my podcast is now in the top 10% of the global recognition as far as the hunting industry is concerned. So I'm very, very proud of how far we've come. And once again, I wouldn't be in this position without you guys. So thank you for everything that you guys have done. It's truly made a, a, a massive difference in my life, and it's just allowed me to share my passion um, for the industry. And as well, I hope we combat the people that disagree with hunting and, and don't see it as a conservation tool. So yeah, with that being said, let's get into it. Uh, 
once again, guys, I just want to say a very big thank you to everybody that has followed us. It's It's been an, a wonderful journey, and I just can't can't wait to keep bringing you guys content. Our latest episode of the PH Journals um, uh, episode on YouTube is up. It's about selecting your perfect hunting boots for your safari. So head along to the PH Journals um, YouTube page, or you can find it on phjournals.com. Well, to get into it, I was asked a question on, on my YouTube page about why should we generate content through coming over on a safari. And to give you guys a little bit more content, to context, apologies, I found out a little bit more about what, what this gentleman was actually referring to or asking. He was hesitant to post pictures, videos um, of his hunt and previous safaris. Um, but he's coming back out next year to a safari company up in Limpopo. And he feels that he would like to have a cameraman on board as well as generate content for his page, you know. And he was a little bit hesitant because obviously he's a businessman in the US. And he was just worried, obviously, after all the Cecil the Lion stories and stuff went along. And he wanted to know, he wanted to get a different perspective, especially with what I'm doing um, on social media. He wants to get a different perspective on why he thinks that it's it's kind of important or necessary to do, to post and to, to generate content as such. So my basic um, answer to that would be is that as hunters, we are obligated not only to understand the conservation tool that hunting brings but as well as to try and educate our non-hunters now a lot of people in the past i was one of them and i will admit to that there's not a lot of times that you really have the energy or you feel the capabilities of going out to um to motivate what you what you're doing um and it's a little bit of it's it's kind of like a catch-22 scenario because in this point of time, education is pretty much all we've got to rely on. Because without education, people are just making very, very harsh decisions on, on our wildlife and the impact of our wildlife going forward. And what better way to motivate your 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 reasoning or your your understanding of conservation through hunting than to generate content, to generate aspects of what's happening out there and a lot of people have seen what I've done and my 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 communication through this is not just being I don't want to go out there I mean I've been like I said I've been a professional hunter now for 13 years and I know it doesn't sound like a lot right now but if you take 13 years at, at an average of about 70 80 days of hunting throughout the year you kind of build up enough content I mean I could flood youtube with kill shots and um you know complete stuff that actually makes viewing possible or 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 generates a lot of views but that's not my idea my idea is to show a raw side of africa that never seen before and people understand it like one of my podcasts on the last episode was very very hard for me to to put myself out there to say to people that listen guys you know let's not bullshit ourselves and say you know once an animal's down all the meat goes to um the villages and stuff yes i'm talking about south africa now 
because we know that probably about 80 to 90 percent of that meat doesn't it does go to processing plants like butchers and stuff that use it for cheap protein into the market or use it for trimmings in stuff like sausage um and just other edible red meats you know it was very hard for me to be open and honest about that because for so long you've been um embedded with this idea this ideology that you know this is what you say and it kind of gets to a point where it almost feels a little bit scripted because in this point of time there's there's no point in us trying to lie about the industry because you all it takes is for one individual to come over here and do exactly what we've just said that we need to do is generate content but generate content you can manipulate it in pretty much any way possible so for them to come out here and generate content and and reflect in the butchery in the in the processing of the red meat in different light you only setting yourself up for accusations and kind of you know just not being honest through your platforms so for me that's that's the big reasoning is that you guys generating content shows an honest perspective of a hunter's view in south africa and on safari you know show the emotion that your family goes through by hunting specific species hunting specific animals show the the devastation it takes when wound when a wounded animal is can't be found and it is it's it's a hard pill to swallow but showing that raw showing that honest ability kind of relates to a lot of people as saying that you know what we need to understand that this this is just part of the game and these people actually just you know they they're doing what what is instinct to human beings it's our it's our primitive instinct inside of us we were born with it it's our dna of course no one likes the killing part because everybody's empathetic towards animals and um and 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 another species life but in the same breath we need to be open and honest about how these things transpire how these things happen and coming over to south africa hiring a cameraman not only do you add a whole different aspect of conservation especially as far as you hiring somebody that now is implicated into the industry as far as the cameraman's concerned and even the person some most cameramen have um outsourced um editors so you're generating so much income into the industry as possible and these guys are going back they're spending the money back into the industry they're generating this whole massive circle that is only beneficial to ultimately the species we hunt so coming out here making sure that you hire a cameraman making sure that you take good quality photos and share the honest story behind things is always going to be a positive is always going to be positively accepted the next question you've got to ask yourself is it worth posting on social media well part of the reason why i started ph journals was to take the attention off my personal life um, to take the attention i mean one of the hate mails that i got especially a comment was based around my daughter um, i'll never forget my daughter was just born i think she was a couple of days old i posted um, a video of of myself and my wife in the hospital 
um, with her. And she, right off the bat, somebody said to me, um, your daughter's as good as dead to me. If, if I had the opportunity, I'll do to your daughter what you do to animals. And that for me was kind of a harsh pill to swallow. Although I've built myself up in such a, a very strong mind, um, based myself off a lot of influences, especially guys like Joe Rogan and stuff who actually just don't give a shit about comments and stuff. But you kind of, when, when people implicate your family, um, the people you love and cherish and you'll fight to the death for, it, it kind of throws this weird curveball. I mean, you guys can attack me all you want, but attack my family, it, it, and especially something as vulnerable as a, as, as a newborn baby, it kind of hits you hard. It sort of takes you below the knees, and you start becoming a little bit more wary about those sort of situations. So I started PH Journals, and, and the whole motto behind PH Journals was to educate, to preserve, and conserve. And that's what we've based it off of. So, you know, have an objective. When you're coming out to South Africa, you have made the decision that you are going to hire a cameraman. You have made the decision to purchase a pretty decent camera. You're going to come out here and really reflect um, and capture the beauty of South Africa, the beauty of the wildlife, the beauty of a safari. Well, then, you know, have an objective behind that. Have what is what is your motive behind that? Is it just to show what a good time your family is having, is it to show conservation, is to show how well the safari companies are actually benefiting the wildlife population in South Africa. So have a look at these things, weigh these sort of things up. If you're posting for personal obligations or personal um, desires, just understand that you open yourself up for a hell of a lot of criticism without you know, having a strong foot to defend yourself on. And what I mean by that is that make sure that if you are going to defend yourself in these sort of con uh, conversations and, and it does bug you, just be open and honest because honesty is what our fellow hunters deserve and so does the wildlife. And there's nothing to be ashamed of being a hunter. You, by far, once again, I believe hunting is definitely um, our best conservation tool we have to offer and I still I strongly believe that. But at the same time, you know, you, we need to be proud of it. My, my wife always said to me, you know, you've you got to own your space. You've got, you got to own the scenarios you put yourself into. So own it. Own it and, and run with it. Understand that, you know, you, you are doing your bit in the circle of life to preserve and conserve our magnificent wildlife. So yeah, guys, that's that's basically everything in a nutshell. And those are the two things I would really consider is understand that you are doing your part. Understand that this is for conservation. And understand that you need to be honest. You know, building these fake stories, these um, scripted ideas of how a safari or how South Africa have been running their, their hunting industry for, for generations by feeding villages and that sort of stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like I said in the last podcast, there is a small percentage of it that does get donated. However, majority of it does go into processing plants. And this, you know, this is what we need to be honest about. You know, Africa is a completely different story. Um, going up north, uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. I'll mention uh, my next guest, coming on to the podcast so yeah you know there's different ways there's different sections in africa there's different ways that 
conservation, um, agriculture, and everything have managed and manipulated the ecosystems of the dark continents, and we now are obligated as hunters to preserve and conserve. And one of the ways is by generating content, good content, honest content, and make sure that you you do it justice. You do us justice, you do your fellow hunter justice, and you do the wildlife justice. So coming over here, taking mediocre photos, um, just been settling with okay animals, um, taking out, you know, the un, unneeded, mm, no, that's not the right way, but the ones that, you know, not taking out the old or not doing your culling part or anything like that, you understand that you are opening yourselves up for a lot of criticism as well as the industry. So in a nutshell, consider these things. Consider coming over here, spending the extra money to generate content through a video, through a cameraman, or even just a photographer. Hiring a safari photographer is, for me, something very, very special. She captured, or she or he, captivates mo moments in a safari that a video struggles to communicate with. And I've noticed this over some time now, especially when hunters bring their wives and the wives have got the, the nice fancy cameras. They capture every now and then you'll get a, a moment, a moment in time that just freezes. And the story that gets told of that picture is massive. And that's what we're after, you know, that's what we're after is people sharing passion, but as well as sharing a very unique part in the circle of life. Well, guys, that's a, that's it in a, in a, in a wrap. That's it in a little bit of a nutshell. Like I said, I just want to say thank you to everybody that has supported me. Of course, this podcast, you know, generating these kind of questions helps me for content to carry on doing podcasts. So if you have got any questions, hit me up on any one of my social media platforms. I am constantly active on all of them. And I take the, all questions into consideration. And I've been so fortunate with the amount of activity that we have had. Obviously, getting our podcast to the top 10% in the world. And I can't, I can't be more proud of how far we've come. And uh, I just want to say thank you. So yeah, a, a little bit of a shorter episode this week. Um, and yeah, just to fill you guys in, we have got two guests planned for the podcast. So I'm hoping the very next podcast will be with a wonderful lady who and the author of Cries of the Savannah, Sue Tidwell. I hope to have her on the podcast pretty soon. Um, just things have been completely crazy. My side, she's been so understanding and um, keen to get on the podcast. So hopefully our next episode would have her. And then as well, we dive into some facts about yacht terriers, hunting or Midwest jag terriers. Um, we go up north or we go down to the Sunshine Coast where we visit Aubrey Tibri as we discuss some of the benefits to having one of these wild hunting dogs in your pack or or part of your arson so stay tuned the podcast they've got some exciting episodes coming up and i feel i'm feeling very very grateful and fortunate so yeah like i said with that been a very short episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope this gave you guys a little bit of knowledge from myself if you are happy hunting until then stay safe stay blessed stay humble we'll catch up with you guys soon cheers <music>